This is David Funk, and you're listening to Fits of Faith. Garmy, today on the show, we've got the queen of cup holders, the sage of sushi, her grace of trunk space, the baron of broccoli, the maiden of year make and model, the regal of the reels, the lady of legroom, the countess of the company, her highness of headlights. Garmy, we absolutely love to see it. Mom, entrepreneur, and accidental influencer. This is Kelly Stumpy. This is Fits of Faith. Kelly, welcome to the pod. Wow. I've gonna need a, a copy of that and i will be playing that in front of any time i ever go on anything ever again yes that, good. what a summary yeah you're that. welcome of course was there a moniker that stuck out to you before we take another step further um whatever you said about the headlights i thought that was the <laughs> of headlights. Ooh, her, her highness of headlights i'm like you're exactly right <laughs> that is what i am you'll love to see it about Gar- time someone recognizes it absolutely yeah. garmy welcome back to another episode of fits of faith i am your host as always the prince of prayer carson cooper joined by my guy the osho himself it's theo reverend ryan theo how you doing big guy it's the most wonderful time of the year, so I can't you be could better. You say that again. Hopefully, we get a brand new car this Christmas. Garmy, today, we've got the <laughs> car mom, a.k.a. Kelly Stumpy, on. Like I said in the intro, she's an accidental influencer creating quality content around you know America's uh, leading trade, uh, leading producer. It's the automobile. Uh, my wife stumbled across your Instagram or YouTube, Kelly, and she fell in love. So we are here today because we think you're insanely cool have an amazing brand and we can't wait to talk about it but before oh we Thank you. before we get going theo why don't you do what you do best big guy yeah so kelly we have a tradition here on the podcast and we call it the fit check and so here's how the fit check works uh my question for you is would you like god to rain down blessings on your life or would you like him to well something up on the inside which means would you like to start your fit check from toe to head or head to toe really should have listened to an episode. <laughs> I also put it in, and I also know you only watched 56% of my video outlining uh, the details tonight. You can also lie to us if you want to say listen, something else. You That is data I did not expect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I know you love the data. I'm so exposed. So wait, do you want me to explain my outfit? Yeah. Or, or maybe an everyday car How mom fit. what I had on earlier today. Yes, that works so, great. Yeah. Because again, day, for like, all the listeners, we make this work. Uh, two people on the pod right now are parents, maybe three. Theo, any breaking? No. Nope. Just okay. Two. Just two people on the pod are parents <laughs> now. So yeah, we had to, we wait to record after the kids go to sleep. So again, ha- we're in PJs. Theo wears PJs all the time. But, Every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Yeezy season's not fooling us. Okay. Kelly, break down like an everyday car fit. Yeah, an everyday outfit for me is I okay. I invested in a pair of I didn't invest in them. I was given them as a gift of gold. Classic. Golden you sound goose like sneakers. every pastor we've had on. And I <laughs> wear my golden gooses almost every day. So I was wearing my golden cool. gooses with I some made, with some Madewell jeans and then like a um taupey little like cute hoodie thing. And it was like, it was like my, like running around. I had to go to the post office, had to go to the library. It's just like my, like my mom fit today. Yes. I love it because Kelly is, I should have said you were the maiden of the merch or something, but Kelly has got the car mom uh, (laughs) merch going down. So sending out the orders right now. Is that the post office trip? Yeah. They hate to see me. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they're like this lady again. Not again. They hate to see it. They hate to see it. I'm like from a small town. Like I'm my, where I live is a town of 7,000 people. Holy moly. So it's like Sherry's dropping off her Christmas cards. And I'm like, I have a truckload of 250 pack sweatshirts. Like, what? <laughs> Hello? Like, can I get a special entrance here? Literally. The biggest like anxiety I felt in the past, you know, uh, year and a half throughout this pandemic was going to the post office and not bringing my own pen. And like, how do you leave the line where you're at to either one, ask for a pen? or to pick up the pen that someone just left on the counter. It's not like it was, right? There's not, there's not a myriad of pens just all around. No, I and I, I hate when I'm like going to a place and there's like the clean pens and the used pens. Yeah, so there's, as if they're taking I'm, care of that. Literally, I'm like, you're just switching this. And I'm like, I'm always a girl like grabbing the used pen, putting it in the clean pen. Like, I'm For just, sure. I'm not cut out for this life. <laughs> My favorite is when people like um, remix the pens, like they tape a spoon to it as if that would yes. make the po- spoon less desirable. However, when I was in school, I'm like, who wants a normal pen? Like, I want a pen with a spoon attached to it. I, the problem is I can never find pens. So maybe if I have one with a spoon on it, I won't have this problem. You love to see it. Theo, what did I just lay my eyes and ears on, my guy? 
That was a complete fit check. You'll love to see it. Kelly, longtime listeners to the pod will know that there are three main subjects, and they are as follows. They are Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo. Ourselves. So we're going to get where the getting's good, and we're going to talk about ourselves. The questions that have been percolating atop of our dome piece. For people maybe that aren't, you know, studied in the car mom, I'll give a breakdown. Kelly started doing car reviews because uh, she is in, comes from the car business and they love them. People go crazy. It's the perfect combination of niche and personality. It's incredibly specific because it's cars for moms, yet your personality makes it come alive. So I wanted to ask this question because I know the car mom brand is very, very family centric, i.e., you know, you're helping people that have families pick cars that are for them. But additionally, you come, you're a third generation, you know, uh, I want to say heir to the car industry. I believe you said your <laughs> grandfather started to use car lot in 1957. Yep. Okay. Uh, shout out to Gramps starting the car lot. Talk to me a little bit about the aspect and involvement of family in the car mom brand and business. You know, it's been truly such a blessing to be able to involve my whole family in this. Me and my mom and my sister, Elizabeth, who's my business partner, always wanted to start a business together because we were like, so we would especially after I had my first son, we were always like, gosh, what could we do? Like, do we like start a boutique or we like wanted to start this restaurant that was just charcuterie boards. Which <gasps> we were going to call you and it. my wife should be, but my wife literally <laughs> is like the queen of cooterie. Like that's when I should have added. <laughs> no, like, 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 first of all, I would totally go to a restaurant where it's like, it's just like shark. We were going to call it the char bar. We had all these, I, we, so we wanted to start a business, but just nothing felt right. Um, so it's been so fun to, and what's funny is like my sister was always a video creator. So she actually studied television arts and now she's the one who does all of our editing and everything. So it just really kind of all fell into place. I loved the auto industry. My dad always wanted us involved in the auto industry, but in the same way, I also wanted to kind of like pave my own way and kind of stand on my own. And I wanted to be able to do it on a, I wanted to be able to do it in a more flexible mom friendly way. So you know, that's made possible by having like truly a village of a family to kind of help bring it all together. Um, both sides, my husband's side and my parents' side. I mean, we have, we're so blessed to have so much childcare, so much support. I mean, it's truly like we have um, packing order parties. So like Come everyone on. comes down to the basement. Like we had to take some people off like the production line because like they just weren't. Yeah, the quality control not, wasn't there. Like, Sorry. Not there. I'm like, okay, no thanks. Sorry, brother-in-law. Um, like, <laughs> I think we so, need more goldfish. Like, yeah, Darren, why don't you go get the goldfish? So it's just been really fun to see kind of everyone settle into it. And I mean, we call ourselves the Kardashians, which <gasps> I think is just hilarious. <laughs> So, because we're just a bunch of, so I'm the oldest of five. I have uh, three sisters and a brother. So it's a lot of girls. There's four girls and then my brother. Yeah, we call ourselves the Kardashians with a C. And I love it. Kind of having a lot of fun. (laughs) This is amazing. You hit on an interesting topic because we, we have a lot of, young people that listen to the pod and and constantly something Theo and I were addressing when working in full-time ministry is the idea of purpose and calling and things that make your heart come alive. And I think a hurdle that I've hit in my life, and I would probably assume is uh, likely for a lot of our listeners, is that there are things that seem cool or that you seem passionate about, but are they worth devoting so much time to, right? Is it a good idea? Like, is the char bar a good idea? Yes. But is it that thing that, right, I'm going to devote this big thing how how did that happen for you stepping into the car mom and really just being like okay this is gonna warrant a lot mm. but there's something real here it's honestly like i first of all i'm like so happy to be on a podcast that's a little more face-centered because it's such a big part of the start of the car mom and i mean you can go back to listen mm-hmm. to any previous interview i did when people asked me how i came up with the idea I'm like i didn't like i can see it clear as day me and my husband were sitting outside on the patio storm was rolling in. I was pregnant. I had a two-year-old or one and a half year old that was exhausted. I didn't want to go back to my job. It was in the middle of the pandemic. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like childcare for two kids is so expensive. Like, is this, what is like, what is next? I hate working at the dealership doing what I was doing. And Tyler was like, why don't you just focus on the moms? And that's all he said. And he meant he wanted me to sell cars to moms. (laughs) But as soon as he said it, it's literally like, I could see the next 15 years of what I was going to do. And I was like, 
no, I'm going to become the car mom and I'm going to review cars for moms and for families. And I mean, I, there's no other explanation for it, but like, God just put the idea in my head. And then like everything that I'd ever done has prepared me for what I'm doing right now. Like when I was 22 years old, sitting across the table from a 70 year old man trying to sell a $50,000 car. I was like, what am I doing here? Like, how is this part of my journey? I was going through, you know, postpartum depression with my first child. Like, why am I here? What is this doing? Right. Every single piece of it prepared me to be the car mom and do what I'm doing. And it's just like, I truly feel like this is exactly what I was put on this earth to do. And I take that super seriously. I love it. Okay. That I've got two questions. Theo, don't let me forget my second one. My first one is I too grew up my father in the car business. My dad's been in the car sales business for most of my life. And I'm curious, what is your edit of the traditional car dealership experience that can be adjusted or changed? Because in my brain, the things that stick out are the like stale popcorn machine and the like tires on display as if anyone's really looking at just tires and be like, Oh yeah, I can tell that's yeah, a good that, one. Like that tracks so you're, descri- you're describing my key- our key store. <laughs> 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 to a T. Um, so what edit, do you mean edit? Like edits and like the appearances or like the experience? Just well, Yeah. What's one thing that can change the experience for the better for the like American dealership as we know it? Um, I think, and I don't mean this to be offensive to the people who do it as a profession, but I think that there's so many not great people in the car business and it makes the great mm-hmm. people in the car business. It makes us work, have to work so much harder. Um, and I think that it boils down to, unfortunately, just the kind of toxic work environment that comes with a car dealership. I mean, I did it for two mm-hmm. years and I go to a dealership almost every day. Like I- I'm the owner's daughter and I cannot believe the things I've heard and the ways I've been treated. Yeah. It's just like, it's ruthless. So I'm, I'm looking around. I mean, I've, I've listened to other females in the auto business who have literally told me like, Hey, bring your makeup to work because you're going to cry. You can't let anyone see you cry. So make sure you just go to the bathroom and touch up your makeup. And I'm oh, like, man. what? <laughs> like, what is happening? Like over yeah. a Kia soul. <laughs> yeah. It'll take your Kia soul. <laughs> so, I mean, I remember one time I was like, crying because I was so upset over something. And then my customer walked and she sees me crying. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I slammed my finger in the door. Like that's not what happened. It was just, it's just a really, it's the, it's the salespeople working there. It's the customers. It's the hours that we have to work. It's the stress of a commission only job. It's, and there's just, there's just no flexibility. And I, I can't totally fault the auto industry for the hours we have to work because they're retail hours. Like mm-hmm. I get it. People can buy cars when they get off work at five or on Saturdays, but it's when you have a commission-based job and you have retail sales, like you can't sell cars nine to five and make any money. So mm-hmm. either, you know, the, either it needs to be more of a salary position with bonuses or it needs to be, I mean, it's just, and I just, I, I'm so sad for the auto industry because there's so many great people who should be working in it. Like myself included, I would have sold cars the rest of my life if I could have had flexible hours, but I couldn't. And Mm -hmm. I'm not even mad that my dad didn't like throw me a bone and like, but I'm your daughter. Like I didn't want that, but I'm like, there's, it's a commission job. What are you going to do? So I would love to see, I would love to see the culture change and we need to get a more diverse group of people in there. Honestly, like we need to get women. We need to just, get younger people <laughs> like it's just right. a bunch of divorced men i mean honestly i can tell oh, you any I, of our stores like, it's over 50 percent of the population so it's just not yeah. i mean there there's a reason the i mean the adage of like oh yeah like i don't want to come off as a used car salesman or like yeah. a sleazy car salesman. like so that started somewhere and uh you know the i feel like the visual is like the men in the like coaches um polo shirts they're like slightly athletic fit but it's like dog you're not doing any athletics here no like in your khakis and under armor shoes no and it's just like all the bang energy drinks like it's just i've oh i can just (laughs) and i mean i can say it because i've and i'm 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 friendly and also they're not even there's a lot of great people in the auto in the auto world one of my biggest pieces of advice that i give to people who are in the car market is to you have to choose your salesperson so there's a there's some really great third party websites that let you read reviews about individual salespeople and like mm-hmm. that's the way to get a VIP experience. Like if I was a great salesperson, I was never available Saturday at 3 p.m. Like I was working by appointment. 
So if you show up Saturday at 3 p.m., it's like, yeah, you're getting chip out there smoking a cigarette. Like that's who's available. I'm not available. <laughs> I'm busy. Come on. So, so I think just doing your, everyone does your research on, people do online research for everything they buy, including what dealership they're going to, but don't stop at the dealership. Who's a salesperson, schedule an appointment, watch your car experience drastically improve. Cause I promise like if I'm selling you a car, like we're getting a Starbucks, like we're like, it, you're in and out. Like I'm efficient. We're having fun. Like it's, it's a great, ex- it, I think it's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I'd, I'd agree when, you know, uh, when the, the anchor money comes in, I'll come visit. Yeah. I think it's also <laughs> an interesting, uh, like pivot you've made from, and, and it's something globally that's happening, right? It's the pivot from like the brick and mortar experience and the idea of like going into the internet where we're not bound mm-hmm. by hours and we're not bound yeah. by like region. Um, that being said, Theo, my second question, thanks for letting me not forget yeah. was you as to. you develop the Carmon brand, even on this pod, there's a little bit of caricature, right? Carson's kind of the zany one and Theo's a little straight lace, but you know, when the pod comes <laughs> off, maybe we, we fall back. What is the line between Kelly and the car mom? Are they one in the same? And have you, mm. and have you learned to turn off the car mom or have you learned to adjust how much Kelly people get? It is a hundred percent me. I'm honestly like, especially when it comes to influencing, I think it's so important to be super transparent. I've always been the kind of person who's been really outgoing and really bubbly and really high energy. I'm honestly like too lazy to be anyone else than myself. Like I can't always put makeup on. Like I can't always like tell you I had a good day if I didn't. So I'm very raw and rare and just totally myself. Um, That Mm -hmm. being said, I'm at a point where like, I still super enjoy it. Like I show up, I've been doing the car mom for going on 18 months. I've let my stories expire on Instagram one time. Like I've never not posted within 24 hours except for once. Cause like, I just love to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but, and then once labor was done, I was back. Like, like, like literally, <laughs> literally. As soon as they wheeled me out of there, I was back. When I was in labor, my sister logged on. And we had like some like um like pre made slides about like what gap insurance is. So like she was posting them. So I like I love it. had awesome. stuff ready to go. So it's it's honestly very much me. And right now I'm still super enjoying it. And you know we've set like some guidelines in our home about like screen time and being on your phone but it's not it's just so I can be more present at home you know mm. I don't always like to share like I don't share my kids when they're having like meltdowns or when they're sick like I would just never want to like and even if it's funny I mean my son I mean you I mean you're a dad like they're my kids it's the funniest thing ever like he's crying over the funniest thing but like I would just never want to get in the habit of like filming my son when he's going through something so right. I'm cautious what I put my I'm cautious when I film my kids, mm. but that's, that's for their sake. Um, not for mine. I mean, I've cried on my stories multiple times. Totally. <laughs> Your like brand, I think is very unoffendable in the case of like, yeah, it's automobiles and you're giving a breakdown of what you do. And of course, in Instagram, we're seeing a little bit more of life and opinion and influence. Have you received any like haters or trolls or any type of pushback to, I mean, what you're doing? Again, it's Chip um, like, don't listen to her. <laughs> the Chevy yeah. Malibu is a great choice. Um, not my Instagram audience is, I'm lucky to my Instagram audience, very positive. I will say one time, if I'm being, if we're just all friends here, one time I shared a picture of my husband's deer that he got because like I'm born and raised in Missouri. And like when it's November, like all you see is deer on your newsfeed. Like I didn't even think about it. And some people were yeah. deeply offended by that. So I was it. like, whoops i don't know like i mean it's you like, do a review I, with the with like the deer on the top of the car well, like i was, I was this making, one is great yeah. for hauling was, the family buck i was making the joke that like every hunting wife's prayer is an opening day buck like it's an, like because mm-hmm. then they're done so it's like yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah. an opening day buck like i was super jazzed but then on youtube we've faced a lot of horrible comments from men not liking what I had to say about cars. And it's fun. It's, you know, it's never on like the Honda Odyssey, but like, oh no, I did, a, I did a review of Ford Bronco and like things just came unraveled. So, I mean, I could care less because they truly are just trolls. It's like people um, with cartoon right. avatars. It's like, come on dog. Like you're yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know how to work a camera. Like let's get yeah. real. So and I have a very, I have a, like a no strikes policy. So if you if I get an aggressive message or sassy mm-hmm. message, you're blocked. And most of the times I actually mm-hmm. share them on my stories and I tag the person. Oh, come on. 
And people were like, why are you tagging them? And I'm like, because these keyboard warriors say what they say because there's no accountability. I don't care. I don't care. I'm fine. But like, if they're saying nasty things to me, are they saying nasty things to like a 14 year old? Are they saying nasty things to a person going through depression? So like, I'm, it ends like, I'm going to, I'm going to blast you. So I'm going to, I'm going to screenshot. I'm going to, I'm not going to block your name out. I'm going to tag you. Like I'm a little, and I'm not doing it because I want people to go after them. I'm just like trying to put some accountability on the internet. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Theo, you can stop sending me those messages. Okay. Like this ends today. Yeah. One time on, uh, this is so like Cordy, like one time on LinkedIn, somebody like sent me something and I was like, you know what? We're done. Like I had it. I felt in my heart that I shouldn't accept your connection request. And then you said some snarky to me and I'm like, you know, we're done. We're out of here. I also one time put a story of my wife and this is when we lived in Arizona, RIP, thank God for rescuing us. Um, But I was like, is Stacy that's my wife's name, the cactus queen. And I did like a poll, yes or no. And one person said no. And I blocked him and reported him. I was like, blocked, reported. Yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm zero strikes. Zero strikes. Come on, as if. You hate to see it. You'd love to see it. Okay, Literally. Theo, before we move on, is there any questions you have for Kelly? Dude, I feel like I'm learning so much about both moms and cars at the same time. So this is, this is a whole new world and I'm here for it. Yes, you'd love to see it. Um, Kelly, real quick, before we move on, one of my wife's favorite things you did on your story was giving uh, stereotypes to cars. Um, so based on what you found out and discerned from Theo and I right now, what like car stereotype mm. or car model do you think we fit in? Currently? Oh, I'm actually like very good at this. Okay. okay, I can't wait. Hold on, give me a second. She's praying right now. I know she's okay. asking for <laughs> Theo... <laughs> Theo is giving me Toyota vibes. Wow. Yep. Okay. Do you drive a Toyota? I have. Yeah. Yeah. This is like this is like you're being prophetic, like a word of knowledge. Like (laughs) it's kind of impressive. It's giving me very Toyota Rav Four vibes. I Um, would be all about it. Yeah. This is very. It's also like would love a Tacoma Forerunner vibe. One hundred percent. Possibly had a super used FJ Cruiser one time in his life. (laughs) Yeah, I just like yeah, yeah. R- really see Toyota. Um, okay, I'll take this it. This is good. Okay, Theo, what do you drive currently? Knowledge. What do I'm you gonna drive lock, currently? I'm going to lock in with. I'm going to lock in with that. Ford Escape. I don't see that for Ford you. Escape. I don't see that for you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah. it's not a far like stone I, throw from no, the Rav Four. Well, if it's 2011. So yeah, old body Ford Escape. I also see that. Like that boxy vibe. Oh, that that was spot on. That was very impressive. Okay, just like think about a Toyota though. I really think it would like bring it all together. Looking for a new car right now, so maybe I'll I'll, uh, get a Starbucks later. Okay, and then Carson Carson is giving me Mazda vibes. Oh God! No. Okay, let me (laughs) guess again. Definitely not. Oh God! Let me guess again. Okay, it's okay. How many kids do you have? I have two. I have a one-year-old, and his much older brother is two. Oh my gosh, we're literally the same boat. (laughs) Omg! I have two boys. Is it a Subaru? Um, no, I don't drive that. Mm. But I like how you're breaking down the theory or the feeling. You don't have to like guess for sure. Just I'm... just talk about me. Like yeah, talk yeah, about some okay. of your favorite oh, things I understand. about me. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand that. I see for you. I'm seeing Subaru Forester. I think that that would just give you like it's just like a good like dad car. Like you're zipping around. Mm. Like it still fits the kids. Super like holds its value really well. I also don't know why I'm getting like such a strong. Um, I was really getting a strong Mazda read, so I'm kind of shocked to hear that. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a really strong Hyundai vibe as well. It's kind of like coming into to frame a little bit. Something like yeah. either an Elantra if you're a sedan guy or like maybe like you got a Santa Fe. Um, I hope it's not a Chevy because I don't think that's. No, I don't. I don't drive a Chevy. What we drive and we bought I'm this sure. car. We bought this car and we're like, ugh. Bleh. We drive a uh, 2010 Jeep Commander is what we drive. And it's like the smallest SUV. Like the rows are so close together that it's like, and it has like Mm. stadium seats. So the back row goes so high. I hate those. I hate the stadium seats. It's literally like, why do you need to be so high? But it's kind of like a poor man's like Land Rover. Like I like how it's kind of boxy and big or whatever, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we drive. You were spot on for Theo. Theo's a big Seattle guy too. So you're like Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. I don't know, Carson. I was, it's just, it was a little hard. I'm going to be honest. 
and, and how did you do that? Okay. Was that just a gut thing or like what just happened? I think it was the hat. Okay, respect. This <laughs> <laughs> is the hat. The hat said yeah. it all. I love it. Okay, Kelly, we're going to move on to our next segment of the pod, which is titled Garms, where we get into the nitty gritty meat and potatoes of the brands and styles you enjoy rocking. So to start, okay. how would you describe your personal style? I would describe my personal style as um, 40 Spice. Wow. Okay, do tell. I just, I like to be, I like to wear, especially like with the car mom, like maybe my personal style is a little bit more feminine and a little bit more mm. like girly. Um, but I like to dress very, um, I like to dress like a little sporty and a little like more industrial. I actually, you guys will love this. If you go back and watch my tours, I spend a obscene amount of time planning my outfits to match the cars I'm driving. <gasps> That's amazing. That's the attention to detail. The great and program. I mean, like, so like, I spend so much time. So like I did the Ford Bronco, like I'm wearing like an athletic dress. Like I'm like a Bronco mom. And then I did yeah. the Escalade. I'm in like snakeskin boots and like a white fur coat. And I This did... sounds like more real content. This sounds like you're, you need to add this as another reel and do some sort of like outfit breakdown yeah, I should do that. Car, and it's like there's a song, and there's a drone, and the car is like driving around you. Good content ideas. Yeah, I'll send yeah, you an so invoice. <laughs> I'm super into that. Please, I'm super into just kind of like matching the vibe, just to kind of be something fun. Everyone's like, because I always stress about my outfits. I'm always posting them out on my stories. Everyone's like, just wear a polo, yeah. and I'm like, no. Give me a not- break. <laughs> like, is that a joke? Man. I'm like, I am not going to wear a polo. Are like, you I'm a having- server at the country club? Like what? So, I mean, my everyday style is like jeans, sneakers, and like some sort of white top, if I'm being honest. Um, But I do like to kind of get out of my comfort zone a little bit with some of the four outfits I wear. Um, Yeah. And yeah, we we have a lot of fun with them. I love it. Talk to me a little bit, because I'm in a similar boat of coming from the ministry world and now working in the full-time like sales realm. And the idea of dressing professional, um, where I feel like the idea of the suit and suit jacket has been so tainted for instance here's my example i went to a sun's game theo time to rise and yep. in the little you know alleyway there's a table set up and they're selling memberships right and they want you to buy season tickets and all the people that are selling stuff are in the slickest suits possible yet everyone else in this arena is in casual sun's gear yeah. you look like you're trying to be trustworthy which tells me you're not so if you yeah. looked more like me, then maybe I'd be more like amped to talk to you. Right. Does that play into some of the, you know, personal style choices that, you know, go yeah. into your content? I mean, like one of my favorite fits is a blazer with jeans. Like I blazer love behavior. to kind of break. Sure. Turns so the like, savior <laughs> behavior. I just really like to, yeah, I like to make, yeah. I mean, I don't want to, like, I, it would be so out of touch. Well, first of all, I dress, I try to dress more conservatively on my tours. But I also like would feel silly like being in an outfit that's not designed for like a mom to wear. So yeah, I'm definitely trying mm-hmm. to be relatable. And like I filmed a we filmed a pilot for a potential TV show. Fingers crossed, everyone. Let's go, Ooh. TLC. And uh, yeah, I know Travel Channel, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, there was two moms coming, and like I didn't want, I don't want to look like a salesman. Like I want to look like a mom who sells cars. So yeah, definitely. I think it calls back to the stuff you were hitting on in the very beginning of like the archetype of the car salesman doesn't reflect the people that are buying these cars. I believe I watched in one of your videos that like you were sharing that moms and, you know, wives of households like are 50% of decision-making process. And ultimately when families are investing in new vehicles, often dad gets the clunker and mom is getting this. 100%. Right. Like that was somewhat of us. Like I drove a little clunker and my wife, we you know, something reliable. It's the family car. Yeah. You get, you get the family mm-hmm. car. Yeah. And so having someone that represents the user, I think is really important. Yeah. I hope so. Okay. Sticking in the Garms topic. I want to then highlight what are some brands and styles that you really like? So brands that are sticking out to you right now, obviously your love for golden goose is not requited. I am a, my wife and I have three pairs um, around ourselves or combined and we did contemplate buying our two-year-old a pair but like why like literally, but also like, literally why same. not like but, literally same. like it, that would be completely <laughs> stupid but but what i feel like hold their val- i feel like they'll hold the value on you could resell i don't know i'm still considering um so it's funny do they I... have a store in st or in missouri no okay we 
<laughs> well, sorry, misery. Um, we have we had one in Scottsdale, <laughs> and when I was a young adult pastor, one of our young adults there, her sister was the manager, and yeah. so her sister legit gave me forty percent off of a pair, like my first pair. Um, and then we, they just opened a brand new one in Denver. I live in Colorado, Theo's in Phoenix. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, this, the truth comes out. Anyways, go um, on. So you love the gooses. You're gone yeah, off the goose, as it were. I love the gooses. But so I'm the oldest of my five siblings. I have two super cute, super trendy, fashionable sisters. One's 21, one's 19. They think I am literally so chuggy, so out of style. Up, up until six months ago, I was still parting my hair on the side. Can you imagine how Unbelievable. embarrassing Now I'm finally in the middle part. Like, a, like Kelly, how are you supposed to renegade with the like, part like, on the side? You're an influencer. You have to part your hair in the middle. I'm like, whoa. You're like, listen, um, turn on Outer Banks, copy, paste. That's all you need to know. So I used to think, and like, this is like so recent. Like I was all about like, I'm not getting rid of the stainings. I like my side part. And now I'm like so in to the Gen Z fashion. I think it's because yeah. so I was I'm I was born in 93. Okay, so same. Ever, everyone's like 90s. And I'm like, no, like I wasn't allowed to wear any of this stuff. Like I was I like I was in elementary school. Give me a break, so, like, dog. I'm having like so much fun, like reliving like my 90s fantasies. Like I'm not exaggerating when I say I went out with butterfly clips in my hair to a bar the other day. Yes. Granted, it was like a Britney Spears kind of vibe. Like it was like a Britney Spears birthday party, but like I have never felt cuter. I was like, this is it. Like, this is a fit. So I'm like so hardcore on all things Gen Z's. And I'm always like asking my sisters like, okay, what jeans do I need? What shoes do I need? Like, I just bought these platform Converse that like, I'm telling you, if you told me six months ago that I would have liked them, I would have laughed in your face. And I think they're the cute shoes I own now. I can't believe how much I've changed my tune. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with what's trendy right now. Obsessed. I love with it. it. I love it. I can't let this joke go by, but when you first were talking about it, I was like, "Urban Outfitters, more like suburban outfitters." Literally, I <laughs> okay, like so that. What's like one Gen Z thing that came across your, uh, you know, your purview, and you're like, "This will never be. This will never be a thing," and you've stayed resolute with that. Um, that's a really good question. Oh, hold on. Because it seems it. like there's been a lot of compromise or some adjusting, but something <laughs> no. that you're like, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to keep it 100. This will never This will never No, 100%. Be. I need to think about this answer because it's a really good question. I mean, so I did the part. I've done the fashion. Um, oh, well, I'm kind of doing that too. Have you seen like the new laminated eyebrow thing they're all doing? <sighs> no, do yeah. tell. I'm not on TikTok, they so I don't laminate know. laminate their eyebrows up like this. So it's like, looks like, so my sister went and got it done. And granted, she has great eyebrows. So they literally like take, imagine them taking the hair of your eyebrows and like they're just standing straight up. Like that's the thing. Like straight up on the same plane of your face or, or no, straight, straight up, up the, from the, no, straight up on the yeah. same plane of your face. Like do a Google after this. They're like so into it. So that's been a little strange. Um, and then they just wear, yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing. Then there's like some like, you know, like a don't really look, get like all their like trends that they do like i don't really like tiktok very much and i think it's a pretty toxic platform so i don't have it but like they're always like it's literally like it's a different language i'm talking to them they're always like sheesh, sure. sheesh. i'm like there's <laughs> <laughs> like sheesh. i'm like what is happening <laughs> theo and so, i would just classically take those things and i just like edit them just a little bit so i turn sheesh to shisharoni <laughs> oh, love like that. sheesh and pepperoni and then pep- shisharoni is transitioned to the roan zone aka like pepperoni pizza yes. time. so i've had a lot of fun with that we actually do a segment on the car mom it's just like a fun one where i let all my sisters pick an outfit for me so awesome. it's called my sisters dress me for a week so they pick me out outfits and then um I like wear them for a whole day and I wore these like weird platform loafers and leather pants to the car dealership. And I'm just like bouncing around town. It's like, what are you wearing? I'm like, the kid, what the kids are wearing. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, amazing. That's pretty fun. That's amazing. Okay. So I listened to a podcast with you um, on it again, trying to do my research and obviously you're a part of like building a brand. I was also explaining to my mother how like people make money on YouTube. Like she was like, what? Mm-hmm. So I don't get like how, and I was like, basically you are building an audience and then leveraging your influence on an audience. Right. So brands are like, Oh, you know, Kelly's got 288,000 followers on Instagram. I want to advertise these people. Let's work out something. Have any brands approached you that you, I mean, have been a dream endorsement or collab um, any that have approached you that have, have been uh, a nightmare and then any kind of dream brand. Um, I've definitely, I'm so new to, especially on Instagram. I've been so new to like 
doing the paid ads. And it was something I didn't do for a very long time just as a way to like, cause I don't know. I was just like, you know, it's gotta be a brand that I love. Like I, my authenticity is mm. my brand. So I can't just like slap my name on anything. Um, totally. but I started actually working with a talent agent and she's been so great. Cause she's like, well, who do you want to work with? And then I would give her my list and then she would pitch me to those brands. So instead of like me being like, Hey, do you want to sell this fit tea? It's like, no, I, we were, we were going out and going after the brands that like I love and actually use. Um, my very first one we ever did was with Duluth pack. They have the most amazing backpacks. They're like built to last. And I was well, like, like Duluth, is- like the workwear place. Yes. Yo, you love to see it. And I was like, what are they going with me? Like, I'm the karma. Like, I don't know. Like, I do cars. But they loved work. I was actually just on their podcast this morning, actually. (gasps) And they loved working with us. And so they sent me a backpack. Um, So cool. And then I like, that was my first in-feed post, which was like crazy. And I couldn't believe that like I got paid that much money to post a picture in my feed. And then we just just wrapped up a three-month partnership with Kelly Blue Book, which was obviously a dream partnership for me. Um, not sure if we're going to resign, not because I didn't like the partnership. It's just hard to feel like I can give the best car buying advice ever. If I can't be, um, you know, unbiased. unbiased. So, yeah, so even, so even, even though, even though I use Kelly blue book and like I tell people to use Kelly blue book and auto trader, um, I don't know. So that's been great. Um, I've had to be really selective. I, I've, I set the, I set a, boundary for myself early on that I was never going to take money from a car manufacturer because I just felt like even it was the car that I loved like you can fly me out like you can wine and dine me like whatever you want me to like come to the factory like I mean no one's asked like I would love them to do that you want me to press a panel out in Detroit I'll do it I'll put on my Duluth and I'll I'll come work the line yeah like pay me to be a consultant maybe like I mean because you know they're they're always like will you post about our new list I'm like no like that's just not so I won't do that um dream partnerships um, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, you know, honestly, sponsored content is not, it's it, it, or when we first started out, it was our biggest and basically only revenue stream. And now it's like, not even like our top three. So it's not totally something that I'm going after. I mean, I really feel like at some point I kind of treat the karma as yes, I'm an influencer, but like, I feel like I have a startup business. Like we just have so many mm-hmm. irons in the fire that and I also like I don't want to be an influencer into my 40s at least I don't think so I'm trying to like build a business in a startup I love it um I know in one of the podcasts you talked about a dream collaboration with a car would be that full control in the designing of it oh yeah what is one useless feature that car manufacturers are so proud of right now useless feature yeah or it's like guys like why yeah, that's a good question. Um, the BMW 7 Series, 7 and 8 Series specifically, mm-hmm. have something called an ambient air package. And my friends, mm-hmm. is a $1,200 air freshener. Oh. Like, <laughs> who asked for that? So the ambient air package would be like the first to go to not make my cut. I think that's the stupidest thing ever. Like also, I just, it's just think that's ridiculous. Like go buy it. And there's like, I love car air fresheners. I use this really great one called Drift. And it's like a completely natural air freshener. Like it's not like. Was that like the wooden block thing? Yeah. They're they're great. They send me a new set every 30 days. Like it's fun. It's different. Like they're seasonal. But yeah, the ambient air package is so stupid. And, (laughs) you know, that's probably probably my number one answer. Additionally, my wife, again, my source of intel on the car mom, told me that you did a uh, commentary on how, uh, you know, there's shortage of parts. So different cars are like cutting things out because that's all they can make. What's the most like egregious feature that's been cut out of a car that you've observed lately? That's like, um, again, guys, why did you cut this out? I'll give you three examples. And like, okay. literally it would be like the last things that I would have ever cut out. So GM, which I don't know the exact stats. I don't know if it's all GM cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I don't know the T so someone, no one like fact check me, but uh, I know. For like, <laughs> Go for like, it. I know, though, that GM has said that they're not going to put heat seats in some of their vehicles to save on chips, which it's like. So then I, I, I pulled my audience and I was really like, would you rather lose powered windows or heated seats? 50% said they'd rather lose powered windows, which I thought was Dang. crazy. Yeah. So that's a bummer. The heated seats. BMW recently, which they did something super shady, is they took out touchscreens in their SUVs. 
So we have a BMW store. We literally had customers have on order a hundred thousand dollar BMW X7. Show up to the lot. BMW's like, oh, we couldn't put a touchscreen. We ran out of chips. Oh, any 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 discount? Like, imagine buying a hundred thousand dollar car. Oh, I can imagine that, that really clearly. And then <laughs> big next move for me. And then Toyota is just being so shady. Toyota is only giving out one key with their new car. Theo, and, why are your people doing that, bro? Dude, and they I just they, they just started. They used to have this app that you could remote start on your phone. So it's like you can remote start your car. And now it's going to start costing $8 a month to remote start your car. Nice. Which is super rude. I mean, honestly, you hate to see it. Like, oh, yeah. I hate to see it. And I don't know what the answer is because I am not an economist or a chip shortage manu- or a chip manufacturer. But I just right. feel as though other things could have gone mm-hmm. or I feel as though figure it out. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. The yeah. power windows, that's pretty, I mean, I love a good heated seat, love a good butt warmer, but I mean the ability, like who is crank, who is wanting to crank this? And again, yeah, the idea of like, think... no, you go ahead. You know what, Kelly, you go ahead. Well, I want, maybe you could take out like keep the power seats in the driver and passenger seat and like not to power yeah. seat. Cause you guys, here's the thing. The average car is 1300 to 3000 chips. So like there's chips. I thought, when I started this, I thought it was one chip a car. I'll be honest. I thought it was. No. Yeah. So like every little thing has like mm. little chips. So. I thought that until you just said it right now. So it's great. <laughs> and I'm like, what even is a chip? Like how does. Yeah. Like it's all the technology. So like all these electric cars that everyone yeah, wants yeah. so bad, like they use even more chips. So it's just like, whoa. I'm kind of like in talking to you. I'm like, what? Like, how does a car work? Like how, like, how, like what does gas do? You know what I mean? Like, Like, how does it go from here to there? Okay. Before we wrap up the Garm section, I want to touch again on the merch, um, which this will probably come out next week. uh, But I know you said you had 30 left. You're selling out of the first collection or so. What has been the process? Are you really involved in the designing? Is your sister the designer? And, you know, what's your dream for Car Car Mom merch? Yeah. So we actually have another girl who works on the Car Mom full time. Her name is. Becca. Shout out Becca. She has, she came, she approached me January of last year and was like, I love what you're doing. I can help. And I'm like, stop. She's like, no, really? Like, I'll just help you out for free until we start making some money. So she's been like such a blessing to me. She and her husband have a small business called Dad's Fanny. They make dad diaper bags, which is kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. So she had a lot of experience in manufacturing. So she's really helped me in, because, you know, we, I mean, I, cause you know, it's, it's no big deal to take a Hanes sweatshirt and get your logo printed on it. But like, we were so selective with like sourcing, um, the very best magnets and sweatshirt that we can get, because I just think like, I want to just create great products. Um, so she really did a lot with the sweatshirt. She just, she did the design. She found a company in California. They're all made in, um, they're made in Los Angeles. I mean, they're expensive. Like it was a huge investment for us, which is why we could only order a limited number, which sucked because we were sold out. But that was amazing. And my, our next merch pieces is, I mean, the merch is fun, but I also really, like I said, I'm treating this like a startup company and I would like to develop like an entire line of car accessories and car care products. So we just finalized a formula on a completely natural car cleaner, interior car cleaner. Let's go. That'll be like an interior multi-purpose spray to clean up like everyday spills. And it's, you know, I'm thinking like, I mean, for mothers, like I'm not going to do a harsh chemical. So I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying it's going to like strip off like the leather in the car. Like it's not an industrial grade cleaner, but it's the perfect thing to like clean up coffee stains, formula stains, and just like, yeah. So we have that. We just ordered a bunch of microfiber towels with my logo on them, which is fun. So just, I just would like to expand to the car care realm a little bit more. Mm, Yeah. That's awesome. That's one hurdle Theo and I have based in coming up on a year of podcasting is obviously when we talk about fashion that like the next thing would be like oh yeah we produce some sort of garment and we've had many iterations of different things or the internal conversation of do we just get cheap branded crap that has our name on it that's so easily accessible or do we take the time and investment to right make something that is of substance and brand and that that will literally cost you more in both senses of the word, right? And money and time and, and thought. And that's what we've wanted to opt to. But uh Garmin, you guys go should back. look at you guys should look at Jean and June. That's who we got our sweatshirts from. They're Ooh, cool. such a such a good they're in California, Jean and June. 
it's such a good distributor there. Like the stuff is so good. Okay, we'll check it yeah. out. Garmy, listen to like three episodes ago, and you'll you'll know, you'll learn Theo and I's life update and why the merch hasn't <laughs> why the merch hasn't hit you. Okay, Kelly, we're getting to the final subject of the pod, which is God, where we give you the floor to let you go off on what God is doing in your life. So, Kelly, without any further ado, it's on you. I mean, I just like feel so grateful and so faithful for the platform and the opportunity I've been given, and I think my biggest struggle is I just, cause I'm like, you know, obviously like it's more than cars. Like, do, I mean, does God really care? Like what car everyone drives or like does he really care that this car, you know, has heated seats in the back row and has ceiling vents? Like, no. So I just try to think about like, what is, what is the platform and what is the community that I'm providing? And mm-hmm. I just really hope that like every day I can just like bring a bright shining corner to the internet and make women and people in need feel more empowered to do something so daunting. I've had an example very recently. It makes me cry every time I talk about it, but I had a woman reach out to me and she was like, well, I just did this the other day. I was doing a consultation with a, with a young mom. She's about my age. She's a one-year-old January of this past of 2021, her husband died in a car accident. So Mm -hmm. she had a four month old baby and here she is. She's got $60,000 that she got through his life insurance policy and she has to go buy a car. And like, mm-hmm. I'm the person who's navigating her with this. Like, it's just a response and it's just a responsibility that I'm so grateful and honored to have. And yeah. I feel like not to brag, but I think I'm the perfect person. I like, was Absolutely. like, okay, here's a plan. Here's my cell phone number. Called me. I've called, talked to her on the phone three times since our initial consultation. And she just put a deposit on a key, brand new Kia Telluride today. And, and she knows That's it's good. the right car for her. We got a great deal on it. She felt empowered. I had another example of a woman who reached out to me. Um, she was looking at Hyundai Palisades. Her dad died of COVID two weeks ago. She didn't think she could do it without him. She had no idea what to do. She was very upside down in her vehicle. And like, I'm the person to, to get him through it. So it's just been, it's just like, really, I feel like I'm living my life's purpose. I hope that I am doing what I'm called to do as a mother, as a wife, and as a Christian. And I hope that I'm delivering all those fronts. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I hope my kids don't resent me one day for posting them on social media. I mean, that's like my biggest fear. And that's what I pray about every day. Like, you know, I'm posting my, my family, so it can get a little challenging, but I wouldn't have started if I, if I wouldn't have been really strong in my faith. Um, and my, my sister's really strong in her faith. The other girl who works with is strong in her faith. So it's really just like a faith based business and community. And it will always continue to be that way. Come on. I so, love it. Okay. There's my rant. I love it. No, I mean, you're exactly right. It's, it's always bigger than fill in the blank, right? It's bigger yeah. than cars, but it's oftentimes guys, um, uh, and Garmy, you know, we, we love you guys, but I've said this before, like your path, <clears throat> excuse me, your passions can be your pathway to your purpose. Like take a look at what you're passionate about and the thing you know about Kelly worked in the car industry, grew up in it. That's clearly something she knows about. And now God's using that to open doors. And then, right. The ministry, Theo, is always right. What happens in between, like, you know, the 10 minutes mm-hmm. before and after service uh, in that regard. So Kelly, well said, Kelly, Thanks, the car mom, you absolutely killed all three segments of the pod. But before we get you out of here, we have to talk about the PTP, AKA the post tithe pickup, meaning after you gave your 10% to the good Lord, what was the last clothing or item that you picked up that you're very stoked on and then what is the next item you have your eyes set on ready to pull that trigger oh okay so i just like something i just got that i'm super excited about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay um whoa so much pressure i (laughs) have been really into this i got this like three in one bag which is it's like it looks very like 90s it's like that like like small like little 90s bag but there's like three little bags on it. Like Louis Vuitton and Prada all have versions of it. So I have a fake one, but then I got an off white strap that goes on it. Ooh, shout out to Gen Z. RIP Virgil. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like obsessed with the Gen Z. It's like, couldn't be caught, wouldn't be caught dead in a Michael Kors purse right now. Like yeah. I'm so into it. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. And next on my list is if I just like could figure out how to shop Zara online. Cause like, I just don't understand the model. I, I genuinely don't understand. And here's, when the, let me let you in on a little influencer gossip. Okay, I can't wait. Come on. Zara doesn't pay commission to influencers because they're not on like to know it. So if you ever like follow any influencers and you're like, why are they talking about Abercrombie? That's because Abercrombie is really high commission. 
Come Why are they on. talking about Nordstrom? Nordstrom pays commission. You know who doesn't pay commission? Zara. Like no influencers are helping. They're like, help. we don't pay the children that make this. We think we're, you think we're going to pay you. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's so frustrating. Cause like I'm going online and I'm like, I don't know what to get. Like these models are all like in bathtubs. Like, I'm not sure what these look like. And we, <laughs> right, right. And we, we don't have a Zara. We don't have a Zara in St. Louis, but I know that they're cute because I've like seen people like, Oh, it's from Zara. So I'm really want to find a really great pair of straight leg jeans that are Zara vibes. But I just, again, like I can't be bothered to shop online there and no influencer is going to like send me a link. So it just might not happen for me, but that's, that's on my list. Have you ever explored any of the like Zara kids stuff? That's almost not exclusively what our children dress in, but they have so many just like earth tone, plain, simple. It's not like that's like so, that's like so pastor vibes first of all (laughs) (laughs) and i hope we're friends enough that you think that's funny um no i've never been on zara kids i mean it's cute that's our because we and having kids we're like okay we're not really into the character dinosaur rocket ship um stuff but it's like ooh, a yellow shirt i like this and like how is a yellow shirt um Yeah, I don't know. I need to work on that. But I'd like to find straight like jeans. I'm really tall. I'm like six feet tall. So it's a little difficult sometimes to find jeans that I like how they sure. where they hit me. But that's what I'm on the hunt for next. Okay, Garmy, keep your eyes peeled and help the car mom out. <laughs> Kelly, you absolutely killed it. There's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell the people where they can find you and anything cool you got going on. You can find me at the car mom on Instagram, the car mom on YouTube and the car mom official dot com is my website because someone has the car mom and they won't give it to me those freaking jokers i've offered lots of money and they said no bummer isn't that always the case though like someone who has the name you want is doing nothing with it i don't even (laughs) want to talk about it okay like she's a little bit a woman she'll never listen to this but she's like well i live i you know i've been a finance manager i was always thinking i was going to do something with this and i'm like anyway but you have it (laughs) but you have it so i'm the car official.com and what do i have going on not much going to tour the audi q8 tomorrow which is Ooh, audi super on. super sassy um suv so i'm excited to do that and then next and on monday i go toward the ford maverick which is my wow. first like pickup Dang. truck so that's what i got going on i love it garmy kelly thank you so much for coming on the pod <laughs> we were so blessed by you garmy that was another episode of fits of faith thank you so much for rocking with us as always we leave you with this it's blessings over stressings Peace. Peace. Love it.